Welcome and thank you again for listening to Menace Podman, the Picks Podcast. I'm Scott Keller. Today is Wednesday, January 18th. It is National Michigan Day. Um, you've probably heard in previous podcasts, we are big Pistons fans. We record just outside of Detroit and we are proud Michiganders. As always, you can listen to Steve and I on the weekly podcast every Thursday on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we will have a brand new podcast being recorded tomorrow for your listening pleasure. Also remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Menace Podman, uh, where we post additional updates on the picks and podcast releases. Just to recap, yesterday's picks came in at five and six. It was our second losing day um, in just over a week here, but our overall record still above 60%. Uh, but there were a lot of close calls last night. Um, for us and for other popular cappers, some of my favorite cappers I follow on Twitter um, had similar bad beats as well. A lot of people coming close, just not getting over their lines. So let's take a look. Um, yesterday was real short, only four days. Um, the Raptors-Bucks game, I like the Raptors plus the spread. That did not happen. The Bucks, I believe, won by eight. Uh, Drew Holiday had a great game, 37 points. And some other stats to go along with that, but he was phenomenal. Uh, the only guy that outshined him points-wise was Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors. He had 39 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. Uh, he exceeded every stat prop line that was out there for him last night. Uh, if you put it all together, I think it was about plus 700 if you took each one. Uh, he even had three three-pointers, which was over his 2.5 line as well, so... Uh, pretty good game for Fred Van Vliet. Um, so that seven assists uh, went over the six and a half in assists, which we had yesterday. And I also took uh, Siakam over 37 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He fell just short at 23-9-3. and three. Uh, Moving on to the Nets and Spurs. I like the Spurs from the beginning of this one, even when Kyrie Irving was in. Kyrie Irving was ruled out later in the day, um, so my points, rebounds, assist combo uh, was pretty much void as he was not in the lineup. Uh, but San Antonio, um, even after Irving was scratched, San Antonio was uh, still an underdog by two and a half points, uh, which I mentioned on Twitter. So I actually jumped on both of those, plus five and a half and two and a half. I really like San Antonio in this game. And they came through, and who also came through was Keldon Johnson. He had a career-high 36 points and 11 rebounds. And he was amazing last night. Um, the Nets actually got outshot percentage-wise. or I'm sorry, the Spurs actually got outshot percentage-wise, but still were able to come up with the victory. Um, I did miss there. Uh, I took the over 232.5. The Spurs have been scoring lights out. This game had not much scoring. Uh, both, both teams didn't shoot that well, around 40%. Um, and this was well under the 232.5. Next game was Blazers and Nuggets. I like Denver on the money line. Probably a pretty easy call the way Denver's playing. Um, they won pretty handily, uh, pulling away in the fourth quarter. Um, it, was, it was a very low-scoring fourth quarter, which allowed the under 235.5 to happen. Um, that through the first three quarters, it was trending way over that line, um, but it did fall under with the low-scoring fourth quarter. Uh, two guys I liked in there, Damian Lillard, I liked him over 35 and a half points and rebounds. He had 30 points in the first half alone. He ended with 44, uh, so easy, he easily surpassed that number. And then I, um, I also liked Murray, Jamal Murray, 
with Denver. I liked him over 29 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He, he fell one, one stat shy. He was 17, 5, and 7 last night. Um, but he had a great game, just did not cover that 29 and a half combo line. Then lastly, we had the 76ers and Clippers. Uh, pretty much what we expected, though I did not get either of either of my picks in this game. I like the under 223. Only reason I did that was stats alone. The Clippers have only been over three times at home. Um, but they did go over last night with the Sixers in town. And then James Harden just had an off night. Only nine assists, so he I had the alt assist of nine and a half, and he didn't even make it there. But Embiid, Harris, Maxi. All had a great game, and uh, both teams shot about 50% or better from the field, which definitely does not help my under prediction. So before we hop into today's matchups, as always, remember, we are not professional gamblers. This podcast is just for informational purposes only, so bet at your own risk, and please bet responsibly. And speaking of betting responsibly, it is no sweat bet day on DraftKings. It has been past couple Wednesdays, so make sure to take full advantage of that offer today if you don't do anything else. All right, today is a busy day in the NBA, so let's get started. There's nine games to run through real quick. Uh, let's start Washington at New York. New York is a six-point favorite. The over-under in this game is 223. Uh, Washington is not covered in five of the last six games. However, six points seems a little steep for my liking, so I'm just going to take the New York Knicks at the money line tonight. Uh, Julius Randle, 17 of his last 18 games. He's been over 11 rebounds. I'm I'm rolling with Julius Randle here. I, I'm probably, I think I'm going to put him on the rebound ladder. So I'm going to take Julius Randle, 10, 12, and 14 rebounds. Hopefully be able to cash all three of those. Then we got Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas is a two and a half point favorite over under at 233. Tim Hardaway Jr. is out. Doncic is probable. As far as the over-under is concerned, uh, Dallas is 14 and 8 at home towards the over. However, Atlanta has been under for their last five games. I'm going to stay away from that over under. However, I do like Christian Wood. Four of his last six games, he's been over 11 and a half rebounds. His line's only at nine and a half. I think I'm going to put Christian Wood on a rebound ladder as well, but I'm going to put start him at eight and do eight, 10, and 12. Then we got Charlotte, who's a two and a half point favorite at Houston. The over/under in this game is two thirty-six and a half. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is questionable, um, but that doesn't play anything into anything as far as what I'm looking at. Just these two teams—they don't play that great defense, and they're usually two of the faster-paced teams. So two thirty-six and a half seems very feasible to me. So I'll take that over two thirty-six and a half. Then Shingun. Is has just been a monster as of late, and he's been passing the ball like someone else we know. Um, he's his line. You can find it at four and a half, I believe, on FanDuel. Some places it's five and a half, though. If you can find that four and a half, take the four and a half line, either that or take an alt assist line of over four and a half. He's been over five almost almost every game in the the last this month actually. 
Uh, then going to Memphis, Cleveland's at Memphis. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been ruled out. Memphis is an eight-point favorite, over under at two twenty-seven. Memphis is fourteen seven and one against the spread at home. Cleveland seventeen three and two against the spread away. So I will take Memphis minus that eight, based on those numbers and Mitchell being out. Then Memphis has been over the uh, point total six of last seven games. I like Memphis big in this one, and I think they'll score a lot at home. 227, I think we can pass. I will take the over 227. Then we go to New Orleans, where Miami is a three-point favorite. Over-under on this game keeps getting smaller and smaller as Miami plays some low-scoring games. The over-under on this game is 218.5. Lowry is questionable. Herbert Jones, uh, Brandon Ingram is out. Miami's been under six of their last eight, but 218 and a half is way too low for me to bite on right now, so I'll leave that one alone. However, New Orleans has only covered one of their last seven games that they've been an underdog, so I will take Miami minus three. Then we've got Indiana, uh, yeah, Indiana Pacers at Oklahoma City, red hot, should I say, Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder are four point favorite at home. Over-under on this game is 238.5. These are two of the top teams in pace in the league. So having a, that, you know, I would probably tend towards the over, if anything. But I'm going to stay away from this one, um, as I think this one will probably fall somewhere in the 230, the 245 range. So it, if you want to take an alt there, that might be the way to go. But I, I'm just going to stay away from it completely. As far as that spread's concerned, Oklahoma City minus four. I will take that. OKC has covered six of their last seven games. Indiana has not covered four of their last five without Halliburton. So I'll take OKC minus four. And another guy I like in this one, Josh Giddy. He's been looking really good lately. He's looks like he's coming into coming into his own. And I like him on a points rebound combo of over 28 and a half. He's covered that number three of the last four games. Then we go to Utah, home of the future Rookie of the Year, Walker Kessler. Um, L.A. Clippers are getting six at Utah. Uh, the over-under on this game is 227.5. The last two times these teams have met, they've been over that 227.5. I'm going to take the over and follow that trend. Uh, Lori Markkinen was day-to-day. He looks like he is in the lineup. Kawhi Leonard, game-time decision. We'll see. Obviously, Paul George on a back-to-back, and the way the Clippers work, Paul George not in the lineup tonight. Uh, Olenek also still out. Uh, the Clippers are 14-8 and eight towards the over on the road, um, and they've been under six of their last eight games, and they've also not covered seven of their last nine. However, Utah against the spread at home when they are a favorite, only four and nine. So I will take the Clippers plus six tonight. Another guy I like in this game, Jordan Clarkson. Every meeting these two teams have had this year, Jordan Clarkson has lit it up. Um, I haven't found what his points and three-point made line is, but I will take Clarkson over three and a half three-pointers made. And whatever his point total is, I'll take him over that as well. Then we go to Denver. Minnesota comes to town. Denver, nine-point favorite, big favorite. Over-under on this game, 237. Denver's been under for their last five. I don't have anything else other than that to back this up, but I'm going to go with the under 237 on that. Denver usually 
is under at home, a little less scoring as well. Not sure why that is. It has changed as of late, but still, I think I'm going to go with the under on that. Um, Edwards, if Edwards plays, I think he's a game t- game time decision, but I'm day to day with that hip soreness, but I, I think he'll be in the lineup tonight. And if he is, I'll take out if his line's around 24 and a half or so, I'll take him over his points total. He's been over uh, 25 or over his last three games. Then lastly, we're looking at Domas Sabonis and the incredible Sacramento Kings rolling into Los Angeles to take on the future leading point scorer in all of the NBA, LeBron James and the Lakers. Uh, Sacramento is a four-point favorite in this one on the road. Over-under on this game is 245. This is the the highest over-under of the night. LeBron is questionable, but I, I would assume he plays. There's a lot I like in this one. Um, I, I like Sabonis to get a triple-double here. He seems to be a machine right now, and I think he can definitely do it against this rather non-existent Lakers defense. So Sabonis for a triple-double I like. I like De'Aaron Fox going over 24.5 points. And I like uh, Harrison Barnes. He's he's just been great lately. If his, if his line's around 15.5, I will take that line. If not, I'll take the alt at 15.5. He seems, he's been going over that a lot lately. Another guy I like, too, for the Lakers is Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder's been good this year, but against Sacramento, he's been performing real well. So if Schroeder, same thing, 14 over 14 and a half points is where I like him at. So again, we thank you for listening to Menace Podman. Uh, you know, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your, your podcast. Uh, feel free to leave a message, a review, and support our podcast in any way you can if you like what you hear. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Menace Podman. Thanks again. Endless Parliament.